The Placing You First podcast begins in less than 20 seconds. Visit crcgroup.com to subscribe, download our award-winning tools and intel articles that help you stay aware of emerging issues and trends, or get a snapshot of the insurance marketplace with our industry-leading ready indexes. You'll find it all on crcgroup.com under tools and intel. Uncertainty and property insurance don't go well together. Fortunately, there are tools that exist that can help you alleviate the uncertainty. Today, we're talking cap modeling tools and how to avoid the uncertainty markup for catastrophe coverage. We're joined by Colin Morris, who is a senior risk analyst with CRC Group's Red Bank, New Jersey office. And also in that same office, David Pagomian, who is the president of CRC Group's Red Bank, New Jersey office. He specializes in property placements and is an active member of the Property Practice Advisory Committee. Coming up next, we get rid of the uncertainty with property placements. Welcome to the Placing You First podcast from CRC Group. I'm your host, Dan Wentz, and this podcast features news and insights from CRC Group's vast knowledge base of 4,300 plus associates who write in excess of $23.5 billion of premium annually. And we're giving you insider access to what's happening in our company and the types of insurance we place. This is the Placing You First podcast. Okay, so we're talking about uh, catastrophe coverage today. And uh, the uncertainty markup that comes with uh, catastrophe coverage. And I think that's our first question is, David, what exactly is uncertainty markup when it comes to uh, placing catastrophe risks? Unfortunately, it's basically uh, somewhere down the line, someone not getting the work complete on uh, what would be considered a a well-fabricated statement of values for property insurance placement uh, purposes. you know, good address information, good construction data, going deep on roof information. These are the basic push-ups and sit-ups that our industry has been talking about for years. And so we feel that there's still opportunities to push continuing to talk about it. In fact, Dan, we're even going further with that, with, with your efforts and the team on the SOV fixer that we're building, that a, a retailer sends us a statement of values, we put it through the machine, it helps get it in good order. We pass that back to them, ask them to help complete it. And that's the process that we do to uh, you know, minimize that uncertainty. So I, I know it sounds uh, silly and, and some things in life do sometimes, but it's really just the basics of our business, getting good data into the machines. The underwriters and their managers are not accepting, oh, we just don't have that information anymore. They're just not accepting that. And rightfully so. They, their value and how they price risk is all connected to the data they bring in. And that's, you know, that's, that's where, uh, where the world, I think, at large is at right now, is if you can quantify something, we're going to capture the information we expect to see it because the tools exist now. You know, the Internet's a thing. Data is a thing. Uh, so we've got to use it to our advantage. Why is it so critical to getting the best price on your coverage, having an accurate uh, representation of what the risk actually is? Well, there's two sides to that. The client wants to know what their true calculation of risk is, right? So as an advisor for a specific class of business, you want to be able to you know, come up with benchmarking on where the catastrophe limits should be, where the, the, you know, the burn limits are. And in that, you need good data to, be more, to have more predictability. On the other side, the underwriters can't deploy capital unless they have proper data that aligns with their metrics. So again, basic stuff uh, that we're all holding ourselves all accountable for as an industry. 
you know, obviously our group is sort of on the frontier of that with the SOV fixer and obviously the I Love Data uh, uh, campaign that started years ago. And uh, so uh, certainly uh, very uh, great stuff happening, but good basic stuff. And I was I was reading in the report that uh, some underwriters actually will decline uh, risks if they don't have enough information, right? I mean, that's it's in your best interest to include all that info. Because now they have more choices. Now they have more choices of accounts that do have that business. And if you don't come to the show with 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 your good information, you're not going to be let in. Or you will, you will, but you know they'll give you, you know, the the far out pricing. There's categories to pricing. Underwriters now have loaded capital for that, you know, oh, a deal at that return, sure. We'll do those all day long. So correct the data, better pricing. All right, so let's talk about getting that data and, and displaying it, showing it. Uh, Colin is our mastermind behind these uh, risk assessment reports that CRC Group uh, provides. Colin, can you talk a little bit about what this, the risk assessment report is and what it provides? Absolutely. Um, so basically, our, our risk assessment reports were created to, to basically, you know, provide our brokers with a sales tool that you know they can provide to, then provide to their retailer or, or insured, and uh, you know use it for a number of different ways. Sometimes it's it's getting their foot in the door with a new retailer, or if it's uh, you know solidifying an existing relationship. Um, we see a lot of times where we'll get the same account year over year because the retailer or the insured becomes accustomed to receiving it and they, and they, you know, obviously see the benefit in it. They're based, they're created using the data provided to us in the statement of values that Dave alluded to before that data is then cleansed and prepped for the, for the cat models. Uh, we utilize both AIR and RMS just to, again, provide our brokers with a complete view of, you know, sort of, uh, the risk appetite that's out there. Some markets may be RMS heavy, some markets may be AIR heavy, some may use a blend. So we're just trying to, again, provide our brokers with as much information they can, uh, that we can, you know, essentially I always like when I'm on a call with, uh, with a retailer or an insured, um, and our brokers, I always like to say that our, our risk assessment sort of tells the story of a particular account. We'll begin by identifying all the underlying primary cope information, your construction, your occupancy, the exposure of where it is, um, and you know the the small sort of primary steps of or pieces of what goes into the account, how much it's worth, where it is. So once we present the sort of who, what, when, where, why of it, then we uh, show our results, and you have sort of some context as to this is what the account was, how we analyzed it, and here are now the results. So you know we're we're just really trying to again provide our brokers with with a sales tool that they can use in a number of different ways. Yeah, so I guess this would you know this is a tremendous benefit to the insureds, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? How that helps them? Sure. I mean, I, again, I think the insureds could use this in a, in a couple of different ways. If their their data is good and they have good faith in it, they can use those results and have a really good idea of of pricing as to you know where how much limits when they may need to buy or you know, sort of where they may fit in a different program structure. On the flip side of it, if if there's glaring holes in the data and the report sort of shows that, they can come back and say, oh, wow, we, we need to sort of up our game here. Maybe it's worth having some of these properties inspected. Maybe one of the locations is really driving the results. And maybe they want to sort of carve that out and place it somewhere else. The, you know, there's there's a number of different ways that it can be used by the uh, insureds. It's like the old G.I. Joe quote, uh, knowledge is 
is half the battle, right? So if you know what your your risk is and you can see it, you can yeah, yeah. mitigate it. You can you know change your pricing by uh, including things, not including things, updating things. So that's pretty powerful. That's great. Uh, what about so these you know the air reports, the RMS reports? Those have been uh, industry standard for a while, I would think. Are underwriters now asking for more information just beyond what is being put out? Are they getting more detailed in their asks on accounts? And either Colin or David, you can answer this, whoever wants to. The answer on that is yes. There's always specific uh, deeper dive questions that are a result of certain classes of business. Could be high hazard manufacturing, uh, particularly on the fire side. So the model just acts for natural catastrophe perils, right? Uh, So there's obviously the whole fire aspect as well. You know, regarding your comment on the knowledge part of it, you know, I I read a while ago, about 10 years ago, that we were entering this knowledge economy, right? And it was these teams that had good knowledge and how to deploy that knowledge. And, you know, you hit the nail right on the head. It's the knowledge of understanding how on the writers model, what information goes into how they model it, and what are the risk calculations? What, What are the results of that model? And how does it affect your warehouse that is pumping you know, 50% of your BI exposure through, that you're pumping 50% of your BI uh, exposure through. And if that got hit, what that Armageddon scenario look like? Being able to bring that at a table with a client eliminates a lot of their late night concerns, right? You know, I have a great insurance program. This insurance broker explained it to me very well. I've got the right limits, you know, good policy form. And so you bring that knowledge, and then also sharing it and making it fun. When the customer starts learning about how underwriters are going to price risk, it becomes a lot easier for us. We're, we're not selling anymore. We're facilitating. And, and as distributors, you know, we are in the distribution channel. So as distributors, as we take the friction out of that, you know, that, that's why you know, uh, Colin does come from a point of view of you know, how we use it in a sales process. But you know, it's a natural sales process. I don't want to suggest that it's not a differentiator anymore because, it, or rather it's just executing the basics better than your competitors. Is That's what it's coming down to. You know, a football team plays other football teams that are very similar, right? The teams that execute better are the ones that win. Absolutely, David. And that's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a super valuable tool. And CRC makes it easy. Um, maybe Colin, you can tell us how does you know how does an agent get started with this? What is the the easiest way? Um, and feel free to plug CRC Group in your answer. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> the easiest way uh, is for an agent to go to their CRC broker across the country. We have many fine property brokers, and those brokers I've probably done a report for at some point in the past, if not hundreds already. So. Most of our brokers are pretty well in tune with the process, but we do have a, uh, a dedicated email box, property reports at crcgroup.com. And brokers will send their requests in there uh, along with you know the most up-to-date SOV. That's probably one of the more important pieces, obviously. Uh, along with a list of any perils they want. You know, We run everything from named wind to convective wind, including tornadoes, inland flood, earthquake, obviously, uh, terrorism, wildfire, the list goes on. So we have a lot of capabilities with both AIR and RMS. Um, so you know, a list of the, prop, uh, the, the perils they want run, any deductibles or limits or layers they want included, any of that great stuff. And once it's in our system, uh, I get it onto our queue and typical turnaround time, 
probably about 24 to 48 hours. Wow. Quick. Yeah. We've increased our efficiency every single year since we've started this and we're about seven years into the process. So we've got a, a successful track record, if you will, of uh, running these reports, turning them quickly and getting people the data they need to succeed. Uh, did we miss anything, guys? You did, Dan. You missed that if you, if, if you added the uh, specifications for a deal, the limits and the coverage being sought, and you also added the loss history and the risk assessment report, your submission would be complete. So said differently, the reports that Colin and his team provide for us, we utilize as almost completing our submission. It, it completes our submission by 80%. To the market because the market's getting a good summary of risk and they're able to speak to their management at the coffee tables and saying, look at this nice summary of risk that I have here. Is this one that we want to move forward? So we're able to know pretty quickly whether or not something's going to move forward or not. And that is a whole separate podcast if you want to talk about speed in this business. Oh, yeah. Puts it to the top of the submission box. When they see a nice, clean uh, submission, they know that the CRC brokers are going to be sending that over to them. We've got a reputation for that. So uh, in summary, if you're writing catastrophe risk, you need one of these reports, right? So get with your CRC broker. You can find one online at crcgroup.com. Search for producers. We've got a handy dandy uh, database up there to find someone near you who writes the types of business you're dealing in and uh, they can help you out. Well, David, Colin, thank you very much. Thank you for having Great me. Great podcast Dad. today. Hope thank to talk you. to you guys. Yeah. Hope to talk to you guys again soon. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Join Team CRC to gain access to best-in-class tools, data, exclusive programs, and more. Send your resume to resumes at crcgroup.com and read testimonials from our recent hires on LinkedIn. Search for CRC.